is Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. We've talked the last few days about Park Jefferson in South Dakota going racing this weekend, and now there's some other tracks that are going to be in action this weekend as well. Big O Speedway in Texas has announced they'll have a full program of USRA modifieds, USRA factory stocks, non-wing sprints, eco mods, Hornets, and Thunder cars on Saturday. Pit gates open at 2 with racing at 7. Looks like they've done a bit of practicing in the last week as well, kind of poking around a little bit. The Facebook post says the event is approved by the governor with social distancing in effect and face masks encouraged. Uh, if you don't want to attend, you can also watch the race at racexr.com. Also, uh, Raceway Park in Jefferson, uh, actually not too far from uh, Park Jefferson, but Raceway Park in Jefferson, South Dakota, will also have a full program of IMCA divisions on Sunday. Uh, if you're interested in attending some of these events, I, I would just say please be safe and, and uh, take the proper precautions. Um, there's still a lot of things we don't know yet, and uh, it's better to be safe than sorry in these situations. I think we'll probably see more tracks trying to get back open in the coming days and weeks, uh, especially as we see a lot of states loosening um, restrictions and some of these states that don't have restrictions at all. So uh, like I said, I just hope people are smart and make good choices if they plan to attend some of these events. Due to state orders in Pennsylvania, upcoming ASCS sprint car races at Williams Grove and Sealands Grove Speedway have been postponed. Series track or series and track officials are working on rescheduled dates for the future, so stay tuned for those events. Uh, the next round of the War of Outlaws Sprint Car Invitationals was last night at Williams Grove. 52, tar 52 cars took time in qualifying, easy for me to say. And the field included William Byron, uh, again, along with Juan Pablo Montoya, Brady Bacon, and, and many of the other kind of usual suspects. Logan Seavey went quick time over Tony Gualda and Robbie Kendall. Heats were won by Seavey, Gualda, Kendall, Christopher Bell, Troy Wagaman Jr., and Logan Shuhart. Brady Bacon won the D, Max Stambaugh the C, and William Byron the B. Austin McCarl was kind of that next guy in line to be able to run the alphabet in these races. He went from the D all the way to the A after getting crashed in his heat race. In the feature, it was Logan CV taking the lead from the pole. He's been so good in these races. Uh, you know, kind of once he got out front, it really seemed like maybe he'd just kind of drive away, but um, actually that kind of wasn't the case. Robbie Kendall got the bottom rolling and was able to take the lead on lap 20 of the 35 lap feature. Action behind them was pretty furious with Kevin Swindell, Logan Shuhart, and Mike McKinney kind of all battling in that top five. At the end, though, it was Robbie Kendall grabbing his first invitational win over McKinney, C.V. Shuhart, and Wagaman. Kendall has been fast in a lot of these races, both the sprint cars and the late models, um, and he's led a lot of laps, just hasn't been able to finish up to this point. So this was really that first chance that he's had, um, you know, to kind of really get up there and finish one of these races and win. You know, he's been crashed a lot and just had kind of crazy things happen, a lot of bad luck. So it was kind of neat to see him get that first first win. Uh, McKinney was hard charger. He went 14th to that second place finish. Also a nice run for William Byron going 19th to 7th after transferring him from the B. The World of Outlaws Invitationals will be back next week. We don't know yet about, uh, there's nothing been publicly announced about times, uh, you know, dates again, which racetracks, things like that. So we'll keep you posted on that as we hear more information from the uh, iRacing World. Speaking of iRacing, I've seen some discussion about how you know, announcers are kind of handling some of these iRacing broadcasts and, and, you know, should they be treating it more seriously? Should they be treating it like real racing? Um, you know, or, or maybe should they try to keep things light um, and, and, you know, maybe not really handle it like it's an actual race? And I'm kind of definitely on the fence on this one. I can certainly see and understand both sides. For a lot of people, as, as fun as it might be, um, you know, for a lot of us to watch these, many, you know, don't really take this, you know, the same as actual racing. And some people are, aren't even watching at all. 
Um, and so, you know, I can understand, you know, those people not taking it so seriously. But, you know, if you if you kind of look at some of the racers and some of the drivers that are participating in, event, in these events, they are certainly taking them seriously. A lot of guys are spending a lot of time practicing and preparing um, to get ready for these races. And, and I think, you know, it's it's um, it's interesting to see these guys really dig into this while, you know, while there's not other racing going on. It's like, you know, these guys that are so used to working all the time and, and trying ways to be faster and, you know, make their cars better. They're going to do the same thing on iRacing. So, you know, a lot of preparation has been going into, get, you know, giving these guys the best shot to win. And, and uh, you know, you've seen that too a lot with some of the, the other stuff that's been on TV, the IndyCar races and the NASCAR races where, you know, they've got their actual spotters involved. They've got their actual crew chiefs and engineers involved helping them with race strategy and things like that. So, you know, a lot of these guys are taking this pretty serious uh, as, as it goes on. But I think a lot of the dirt racing announcers, Johnny Gibson, Rick Eshelman, Brian Holbert, and some of these guys that have been calling these races have basically been calling them like they would any other race. Um, there hasn't really been a whole lot of kind of deviation, you know, from what you would normally hear out of those guys and, and see out of those guys uh, on a night to night basis, whether they were calling real racing or not. But seems to me like some of the televised stuff has, you know, the, you know, the, some of the stuff on NBC sports and Fox sports has been a little bit lighter. Um, and, and, um, you know, hasn't been so serious, hasn't been treated, you know, exactly like it's real racing. And I think that's kind of where some of that conversation has come from, but I've kind of enjoyed both broadcasts up to this point. Um, I can certainly see both sides of the fence on this one. And, and, uh, you know, I also understand the people that don't think this is, uh, you know, something really interesting at all. Anyway, I know a lot of people think it's just, you know, kind of grown men playing video games and things like that, which I understand that point as well. Um, you know, kind of, I, I've certainly been watching a lot of this iRacing. I, I think it's entertaining, but, um, you know, the, a lot of the other stuff that people do and, and, you know, watching, uh, you know, other games being played and things like that, that's, that's, you know, certainly something I'm not interested in. And, and so I, I can see both sides of this and it's, it's uh, not surprising to me that people have that, uh, have that feeling, but, uh, watching or not watching, hope you've been enjoying some of that stuff, but, uh, it sounds like maybe there's going to be some more uh, real racing to talk about here very soon. Uh, I wanted to point out Kevin Eckerd. He's got a new checkered pass piece this week on worldoutlaws.com all about the gum out support series that ran for a few years, years with the world of outlaws. It's a good read. Includes a lot of really cool photos um, from the series and, and you know, a lot of good uh, information about, you know, the guys that raced in different races and things like that. So check that out. You can find that at worldoutlaws.com. Eckerd comes out with those new checkered pass pieces you know, every couple of weeks or something like that, they premiere on worldoutlaws.com and they're, they're longer form there. You know, they're going to take you a little while to get through, but a lot of good information and a lot of good uh, stats and, and results and things in a lot of those pieces. So check those out if you are interested. Uh, I also wanted to point out Dirt on Dirt. They've got a few new pieces around driver safety. Uh, they've done some things on seat belts and seats and kind of the driver compartment area. Uh, it's pretty insightful stuff, especially if you're a competitor um, or, you know, or even if just you're just somebody interested in kind of the improvements being made in all of those areas, um, you know, things have come a long way and, and, you know, there's been kind of a trickle down effect from some of the, you know, the asphalt series and some of that, uh, that they kind of discuss in there too. So uh, if you're a dirt on dirt subscriber, I would definitely recommend checking those out. Also this, uh, the episode of core intake this week, um, they've been doing these, I think they're doing these weekly where they get kind of a round table of people to kind of talk about different things. And they've done some stuff on crown jewel events and and some different things. This week they did a debate about sprint cars versus light models. Uh, Michael Rigsby was on there, so was Suave, and then they had Kevin Swindell and Logan CV on to kind of you know battle it out about what's better, sprint cars, light models. It's actually really entertaining if you haven't checked it out. Um, what I think is really funny though is is uh, at, at the end of the day, there's the, you know the, the guys who are the sprint car guys are actually kind of late model fans, and and uh, I think there's a, a you know like, like I've mentioned on here before, I think there's a lot more common ground here than than we even realize. So. Uh, 
if you are a Dirt on Dirt subscriber, I would definitely check those out because there is some uh, some fun stuff going on over there. And, and uh, I, I think it's great. There's a lot of kind of new content coming out. I've pointed out a lot of it here, um, you know, between the different streaming sites and, the, you know, the different websites covering things. You know, Jeremy Elliott's been doing, a, you know, a countdown of the top 25 crew chiefs in the sprint car world. And there's a lot of that kind of neat stuff happening. You know, obviously, as, as guys are trying to fill space and fill time, there's, uh, you know, while there's no racing going on, there's been a lot of other stuff that's come out of this that I think has been really great. Um, you know, and some of the extra video content, you know, from from Flow, I, I, you know, I mentioned the Blake Anderson shows um, that are happening over there, plus, you know, USAC 24-7, um, you know, the, the Thundery Live stuff and, and all of that. So uh, plenty of extra other content out there to, to keep up with as, uh, you know, as things go. And, and you probably see a little bit more of that. Um, you know, as we go forward, you know, Dirt on Dirt's added some some weekend content here in the last couple of weeks. So um, there's been a lot of fun stuff to watch. And, and if you are if you want to keep up with all of that, you can find all that um, at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. I've been keeping that pay-per-view schedule up to date um, if you're looking for something kind of on a daily basis to watch. But uh, that's the show for today. I hope everybody has a good Wednesday. Um, I've got some good plans for tomorrow. Um, hopefully maybe have another interview as long as everything works out. So I will definitely share that tomorrow. And, and as that gets closer... Um, but you can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, tell your friends. You can also watch the show on YouTube and Facebook. There have been a few issues with the Apple Podcast page here the last couple of days. So if you don't see that show up right away, um, you know, check out the website, dirttracker.com slash daily or some of the other places the podcast is. I'm trying to get with the Apple folks to figure out why that's, you know, continues to happen, but I'll, uh, Hopefully get that uh, resolved soon. You can also email the show at info at dirttracker.com. You can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website dirttracker.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Uh, and you can sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter. Uh, I sent one of those out yesterday. Just a few bullet points and, and you know neat things that I've seen from the last week that I wanted to share and hope folks didn't miss. So um, nothing super crazy there. If you want to sign up for that, check it out. That is available on the Dirt Tracker website. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I will see everybody tomorrow on Dirt Tracker. Tracker Daily.